I'm Shawnee. And I'm Christina. And this is the Unladylike Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back, guys. Thanks for joining us for another week of Unladylike Vibes. (laughs) So this week, our woman of the week is Serena Williams. So I feel like a lot of people know the Serena Williams story of the U.S. Open Finals in 2018. Yeah, that was such a huge story. It was it was huge, which I don't really. I mean, I feel like a lot of people watched the U.S. Open, but I feel like it was really blown out of proportion because not only yeah. is she a woman, but she's a woman of color. So if you don't know the story, um, Serena Williams was fighting a player from Japan, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think she was from Japan. She received three different code violations. Um, one because she was apparently receiving coaching signals. And then she also smashed her racket, and she called the chief umpire a thief. A thief for stealing her points. But the thing is, is that her, like, her reasoning behind all of this, obviously, I think any of us would be in the same boat. You feel like you're being mistreated unfairly. Mm -hmm. And she wasn't looking at her coach, which her coach even said that, like, He was in the stands, like, going, like, doing hand gestures or something in his lap. Yeah. And then because that was seen, people were saying she was receiving coaching. And she wasn't even looking up there. Like, I think it would be obvious if she was, like, staring at the stands. So that was, like, more on his part. Like, why would he be doing that? Yeah. And then after that, she just didn't feel – she felt like she was being accused of being a cheater. And as, like, anyone else can attest for, if they're – like into their like if you love something so much you don't want to be known for cheating and she wants to be known for her hard work when she's so famous yeah and so obviously she got upset she smashed her racket but it was after things started getting blown out of proportion I think the umpire should have like reeled it in a lot like he was just perpetuating it yeah like he was really instigating it all yeah, so and that's messed up. Um, one tweet that we saw said, when a woman is emotional, she's hysterical, and she's penalized for it. When a man does the same, he's outspoken, and there are no repercussions. Thank you, at Serena Williams, for calling out this double standard. More voices are needed to do the same. Exactly. It's so true. Think about all of the, any sport, like yeah. baseball, basketball, that's like the most um, common, where they're literally yelling at the refs yeah, the whole time. Me. And, and it's, it like, part of it. she got thrown out of the game. Yeah. Crazy. So our topic of this week is kind of tied into that, and it's about being competitive. It's what's the difference of being competitive for good in a healthy way compared yeah. to being competitive in a way that just isn't healthy? Yeah, healthy competition versus, like, um... Isn't there, like, a name for it when you're competitive all the time? Mm, A bad sport. (laughs) Oh, a bad sport. That's a good one. I don't feel like she was being a bad sport in this. I think that's what shows it. Because even at the end, the other girl ended up winning, the one from Japan. And everyone in the stands were basically booing her because they wanted Serena to win so badly. And Serena's up there obviously upset that she lost the game obviously upset that she was treated misfair mistreated 
she was up there telling everyone we need to give credit where credit's due like stop booing you know because this girl didn't have anything to do with it and I think that that shows that's where healthy competition um lies yeah like even though she was treated unfairly by the ref she still wasn't gonna let the other woman down by saying oh your win wasn't real yeah exactly that was very humble it was what do you think the definition of competition would be then like what makes it different to be healthy in in competition and be basically a bad sport I think when you're a good sport, when it comes to competition, you're still uplifting the other person and you still lose with humility. So like in this example, when she like quote lost, um, she still was uplifting the other person, even though it was the system and the ref that let her down. But I looked it up and, um, I think I looked it up in Webster's dictionary. Thanks Webster. Um, It says, Competition arises whenever at least two parties strive for a common goal, which cannot be shared, where one's gain is the other's loss. Interesting. So that's more like what a competition is, huh? It just, that's not yeah. really competitive. Let me see if I can find competitive. I hate when, like, you try to look up something and it says, so, like, competitive, the definition says, relating to or characterized by competition. I I think that makes it hard to if it's hard to find the definition for it straight up it's hard for people to kind of differentiate like what's the difference because I used to be so competitive like if you know my mom you can ask her I used to be so competitive when I was younger um to the point that when I grew up I was so like anti-competition but I think that there's like a nice middle ground that you can find because just like what we were talking about um Christina and I were talking the other day like it's it's good to be competitive with yourself and it's good to be competitive and like in a healthy way like in a game if you're playing it's okay to be competitive it doesn't mean that you're being crazy or bad but then it comes to a balance because you can kind of cross the line too far and you have to know how to like balance between that yeah knowing when you're like going too far or if you're not pushing yourself enough that's true and I think that's where I kind of fell back because I used to well growing up as like an only child I obviously didn't have like a lot of interaction when I was really young with other kids my age I only had it with adults and I think that's different like you could play games with adults but either they let you in or you just know like oh they're older than me that's why they're winning so when I got into elementary school and like exposed to so many other people when we would play games I would get so competitive to the point that I would get angry and be like a bad sport And, like, that was something that I had to, like, recognize in myself and, like, train myself out of. But then by the time I got to middle school, high school, even until the last couple years, I've been so, like, opposite of that where I just would try to put on a persona that I didn't care so that I wouldn't end up caring too much. But then that leads to, like, a bad path, too, because if you don't care, you don't try, you know? Yeah, yeah. If you were super competitive before, you probably saw, like, the repercussions of that and how, like, yeah. people treat you different or you felt, mm-hmm. like, because I've experienced that in high school where I almost felt like I was super mean. Like, I wasn't a yeah. nice person. So then when I got to college, I wasn't competitive at all and I didn't really try. And I feel like yeah. now it's affecting my, like, leadership abilities because I feel like, oh, I don't want to be super bossy. 
Right. But again, that kind of ties back into like, is it that double standard? Because women are always looked at, girls too, are always like looked at like, why are you acting like this? But then growing up, like if a boy is really competitive, even with his friends, it's like fun. It's funny. And it's like, oh, you know how boys get and they just kind of brush it off as like, that was me when I was playing the game, but that's not me holding anything against you in real life. And I think Mm -hmm. that kind of goes into the workforce, like how they'll kind of be competitive with each other men, but they know that it's not like no hard feelings type of thing. But with women, like, I think we're so trained, like, if you act that way, you're being mean. If you act that way, you're being bossy, like... So it oh, is totally. interesting. There was a guy that, um, when I went on my mission trips, there was a guy there and he was so, everybody said he had leadership qualities. Like that uh-huh. was his spiritual gift. <laughs> Cause you know, you're on a mission trip Yeah. and he was so rude. He was so bossy, was so mean mm-hmm. to us, especially the women. And he told me in front of, cause there were probably three other girls there. And he told me in front of three other girls, He was like, well, when I first met you, like my first impression was that you were somebody who thought they were really pretty, but you (gasps) really weren't in front of three other women. And the girls were just laughing. I'm like, okay, that's a form of like bigotry. First of all, like I just can't handle it. And then the next day, everybody's talking about how he has such great leadership potential. He's such a leader. It's like, how is a leader literally degrading me, a woman? Yeah in front of other women yeah like I mean at that time I was like oh wow tragic like this this I was gonna say this ugly guy but really it's just an (laughs) ugly personality like yeah inside and out like yeah he thinks I'm not ready like uh, I mean I don't really care because I don't even like him as a person like I just can't be around that energy but And all of the other men that were in charge of it were like, oh, he's Mm -hmm. such a leader. Like, it's like, no, like he's just displaying like a form of bad competition where he wants everybody to look up to him. Like, exactly. And I can't look up to somebody that was like, oh, you're actually not very pretty in front of a bunch of women. Like, I mean, I don't care what he thinks, but that's not leadership to me. Like, that's not. It's not. And, and I I've seen like that in my life so man, much. If that was one mm-hmm. of the girls, they would be considered, like, if, an, if a girl said that to me, I feel like they would be considered, like, petty, catty. Yeah. Like, just saying that I've because never... they're jealous of me, but yeah. because And would the other girls it, laugh? Yeah. They like, wouldn't. Obviously, I don't talk to any of them anymore. And Yeah. Yikes. I feel like if it was somebody else, like, I always wonder, like, I get these experiences, and I'm like, dang, I hope that doesn't, like, push people away from the church because... Mm-hmm. some nasty person told them something mean and everybody yeah. was praising them. Like, I hope that doesn't push them away from the church, but I know I'm too strong for that. I know. <laughs> and like, that's so true too, because I've seen like that same instance happen, not just within the church, but just with people I know, they're always like, Oh, this person, always a guy has leadership yeah. qualities. And it's like, how are you recognizing leadership qualities? Like, because they're a the leader loudest t- guy in the room. Yeah. Just because you're loud, just because you're outgoing or whatever they want to say, that's not that doesn't make a leader. A leader is somebody who's more quiet, I would say. Yeah. Listens to people around them, actually thinks through ideas, and then thinks what's the best for the group. It's not somebody who just 
is like, well, this is what I want to do and this is what everyone else is going to do. That's just like a dictator at that point. Yeah, totally. Or also like, if like, how are you a leader if nobody's following you? Yeah, totally. (laughs) Like, and I always think of that too. I think a lot of people are very competitive, which it also goes hand in hand with being a leader. And they are kind of like, well, I'm competitive. I'm going to be the best. I'm going to win. And I'm going to be the leader. Like, that's not what a leader should be at all, in my opinion. I feel like being super competitive in a negative way does not make a leader at all. It literally, like you said, it makes a dictator. And I feel like it just makes me not want to like the person. Like it, it reminds me of like my high school self. I'm like, I didn't like who I was back then. So I don't really Mm -hmm. like who you are right now. I'm, I'm exactly like that too. I think that's why I'm so sensitive to recognizing that in other people. And instantly I'm kind of like pushed away from them because I'm just like, I know what's going on in your mind and it's not good. It's not healthy right now. And I don't want to relax to that place either. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I feel like, so in, um, some of my leadership classes, we did the DISC assessment. Have you ever done the DISC assessment? No. What's that? Uh, Um, so there's four different, um, let me look it up because honestly, I don't remember. I just remember that I'm an I, so. Oh, is that like the INFJ or something? That's Myers-Briggs. So it's kind of similar, but, um, (laughs) DISC is dominance, I is influence, S is steadiness and C is conscientiousness or compliant. So whenever I think, so I'm an I, which means that I'm focused on influence, which Mm -hmm. makes sense. I'm an influencer. Just kidding. Yeah. So (laughs) I feel eyes want to have more fun. They're more flowy, like outgoing. They want to create conversation. I feel like you're probably an I, but every time I think of D's and dominance, I literally think of that persona, which is so bad because not all Mm -hmm. D's are like that. But when we were taking this class, I was like, oh, they're D's. I want to stay away from them. Yeah. Obviously, like we all don't fit into a like a box so we're not all just gonna be like one thing but whenever I think of D's like people with more dominant personalities I have this like stigma like oh they're probably Mm -hmm. super competitive and like think that they're like the crap but they're really not exactly exactly that's interesting I should take that Hey, you guys should take it if you're listening to this and let us know on our um, post what you what you are what you are yeah, because I'm you? an I. Who are you? <laughs> I used to say that in high school a lot when I was competitive. Um, but I feel like growing up, I had my three siblings, but they were all uh-huh. younger than me. So I feel like I wasn't super like competitive with them. Like, That's obviously, nice. I was like, I'm the big sister, like, do what I uh-huh. say. But I wasn't <laughs> super like competitive, maybe more with my brother when we were like little, but nothing like serious like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's nice because when they're kind of, when you have that spaced out age, like why would you be competitive with like Sarah who's like 13 (laughs) or something, you know? Yeah. And I think it makes a little bit of a healthier relationship, but I see it like in siblings that are so close together. Sometimes there's just that headbutting because you're like, I'm the one who's going to be in charge or something. Yeah, totally. I feel like I was more like that with like sports. Like I played soccer growing mm-hmm. up and I would get really competitive. Like obviously you're playing soccer, like you want to win. But yeah. I feel like that's so different than like almost like social competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Because I see that and that's something else that kind of uh, used to ruin the idea of competitiveness for me because 
it's so common for I just I don't know if it's common for guys I feel like it's not really that common but for girls especially growing up it's so common for there to be some like competition for some reason socially like as if like oh well she's smarter but I'm prettier and I'm funnier and it's like why are you comparing yourself with other people and I don't know what happens in our society that that's so common like why are you competitive with your own friends like it doesn't make any sense I think it just stems from jealousy and I used to have this book when I was in high school and it said like if you find yourself like comparing yourself to somebody else or being jealous of Mm -hmm. them you should literally say it out loud so let's say like Like tell them or tell yourself yeah like let's say so you just moved and you have this big beautiful house let's say I'm super Mm -hmm. jealous I want to buy my own house which someday I do but (laughs) I would be like oh my gosh I'm so jealous of your house like it's so pretty like say Uh something like that out loud because then you're validating your feelings and then the Mm -hmm. other person like knows like oh like they really like my house like that's great it just kind of releases it that's nice which I do that sometimes but I don't do that a lot because I feel like I don't know but one way that socially I feel like people or I've had friends in the past that are super competitive is they say like so we'll be hanging out and they'll be like oh remember when this happened that was mm. really embarrassing for you. <laughs> like, just yeah. stuff like that. Like, I was talking to Katie and Stephanie about about a situation that I had, and they were like, oh, we have friends that do that, where they'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, like, remember when this happened and you were crying? Like, And it's like, why? first of all, like, why are you bringing that up? Like, do you yeah. just want to embarrass me? And second mm-hmm. of all, like, what am I supposed to say? You're like, yeah, well, I was. I don't remember. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like that's, I feel like that's a big form of competition is when people have to bring up the past almost yeah. to make themselves feel like, oh, well, I didn't that's do that. That's so, so true. I never thought of that. I actually saw something like that on TikTok and it was, it's this girl who does these videos about like toxic friendship and oh, yeah. what she'll do is like she'll fo- she'll film herself and pretend to be like the toxic friend like she's talking to a friend and oh, yeah, I've seen some like have that. you seen it yeah and it's like the girl who's trying to impress a boy by putting you down and it's like mm-hmm. they're both meeting a boy and she's just talking so much being so loud and then being like oh yeah I love sports I always hang out with guys and then the other girl will be like oh I love sports too and she's like no you don't like you tried out and you didn't get oh, in the my team God. yeah or like remember no, you sweat so much and it's like you are being competitive in that situation by putting your own friend down to like make yourself up on a pedestal which is so crazy but I totally see that that like reminds me of like the type of girl that's like oh I don't like to hang out with girls yeah I only only make friends with boys yeah I I just don't get along with girls and it's like I wonder why yeah, but yeah. It's probably like the competitive side of you. Like, you want to be better than all of these girls because you need yeah. to validate yourself by getting attention mm-hmm. from boys. And that's interesting, too. It kind of like goes back into the idea of it being a sexist yeah, that's true. environment for Serena Williams. Like, this is socially the same thing because, like, society has basically told girls that boys are better. And so true, the girls. Yeah 
who can compete with each other and feel that like I'm above all the girls. I'm basically a boy in a way, like by hanging out with boys or getting attention with boys more than other girls. Like I've won. I'm better. That's true. I didn't think that's interesting. Like, Oh, I fit in with the guys. So I can't be one of the girls. Yeah. um, When I was growing up in junior high, I had this one friend and we always like butted heads. I feel like we just Mm -hmm. weren't like a good pair. And I mean, when I'm in seventh grade, like, I don't Mm -hmm. know. So we would, there would be all this drama all the time. And when you're in junior high, like there's drama. And I remember my like brother would play outside with his guy friends and my brother Mm -hmm. is what six years younger than me Uh uh-huh and like he would play with different boys in the neighborhood and my mom would always be like oh look all the boys are outside there's no drama like there's never (laughs) any drama with the boys like why can't you guys just hang out and play normally Mm -hmm. and it's like okay well like I can have emotion yeah like I can have feelings and that doesn't make me any better or less than right just because they're outside playing BB guns or whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> my brother's six years younger than me. Like, I, I know. And boys are very dramatic once they get into middle school. Yeah, like, like they get. Oh my goodness. Like my brother was in elementary school. For yeah, out loud. it's like, so different in elementary drama. school. Like, yeah, that really just emphasized like the sexist environment that we grew up mm-hmm. in, that our parents grew up in, um, and it's just getting passed down. It's like yeah. I feel like people can even think that way, obviously, and not even realize it. Like. There's no hard feelings behind it, but they just, this is what they were taught to think of. And yeah. that's what they continue Which, passing down. Part of me still, I'll admit, like, I just, I mean, I get it. Like, it was, it's been passed down. But why is our generation the one to finally be like, no, this isn't right? Yeah, that's like, true. Like, what makes us so different than, like, I guess now there are more resources, resources people are more accepting. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with LGBTQ rights becoming a yeah. bigger thing, like gender roles aren't so huge. But yeah. I just don't get why it's taken so long. It seems like <laughs> if you look back in the past, it kind of feels that there's like peaks and flows of like change. And I think that, yeah. you know, because in the 50s and 40s, like everyone wanted to be so the same and that's where like suburbs came from cookie cutter houses and you wanted to buy and that's where like consumerism grew from and everyone wants to just fit in and not change anything because they want to fit in so badly and then coming off of that like the 70s was obviously a huge movement and then I think those people who grew up in the 70s then went back to the consumerism only because they saw their own uh, parents or something be too free and then they wanted to fit in I don't know and so maybe we're in another flow of of change right now yeah that's I think true. we are for sure yeah. um just because like just starting with the millennials like everyone was saying that like the millennials are the first generation in a long time to kind of like go against the culture and not buy houses, not fit into the same cookie cutter thing. And then I think Gen Z's doing it even more by not being so obsessed with how they look. And yeah, I feel like there's less competition now because back then you would be like living next door to another young couple that you're like comparing yourself to. That's true. I didn't grow up then, but yeah (laughs) Um, no but that's true yeah so maybe it just comes and goes but it is interesting to see how long it takes like why doesn't it just change and continue to change it just kind of like has stopping points like why does it take so long for people to question what they're going through I don't know if that makes sense no it does Um, yeah what do you think are like 
for people out there listening that are very competitive and even competitive socially, like with their own friends and they recognize that, how do you think they can stop being that way? Like, how do you think they can improve? Man, I don't know. I feel like if, I feel like the first step is always recognizing it. Like, oh, yeah, I'm, creating, I'm, a, I'm a toxic friend. Like, and that takes yeah. a lot of guts to like own up to. So, I mean, mm-hmm. if you can't recognize that yet, but I feel like the first step is recognizing it. And mm-hmm. then after you say something, like also recognizing it. So like yeah. if you're going up to your friends and saying, oh, remember when you fell in yeah. front of everybody? That was so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Like even after you say it, just recognizing, oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. Like that was probably yeah. really rude. Or I don't, I don't really know. I feel like just recognizing it is the first step and I don't really yeah. know how you get past it. I know. I hope people like... Because I recognized it, and you did too, when Mm -hmm. we kind of felt like we're being mean right now. Like, why are we being mean? And I think people do feel that because even if you are purposely being mean or competitive, you can definitely tell, like, you're making people uncomfortable around you, your friends. And even if they don't say anything, I think you could kind of feel it. So, I don't know. I would embrace it. I think so many people, like and me included, it's hard to recognize things that you need to fix in yourself because you want to be a good person and you want to just be that way. Like you don't want to have to recognize, wow, like this sucked that I did that, you know, but just embrace it because everyone is having to grow in different ways. Yeah. And I feel like, and this might just be a weak spot. Go ahead. Yeah. So I feel like everybody is so quick to judge other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And part of that is seeing like when you see that flaw in somebody else, like mm-hmm. instead of telling them like, oh, you did this, like <laughs> that's a form of like you being competitive, maybe yeah. like flipping it around and saying, have I ever found myself doing that? Because if that's I see so my true. friend doing that and I don't like how my friend's treating me right now, maybe I should see if I treat anybody that way because I don't want people to think that that I do that to people. Like, I don't like how it feels when they talk to me that way. Like, do I ever do that? And Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously right off the bat, bat, you're not going to recognize it. Like, that's fine. But in those social issues, thinking like, oh, I just did what, if you say something, thinking, oh, I just said what my friend said and I didn't like how they treated me. Yeah. That's so true. And and that kind of relates like back to the Bible where it's basically like take the speck out of your own eye before you yeah. take or sorry. Well, let me re-say that. Take the log out of your own eye before you take a speck out of somebody else's because yeah, it's so easy to kind of put that on somebody else and be like, they're like this, they're like this, they do this to make me sad. Well, you have a lot of stuff to work through yourself. So just focus on you and kind of move forward from there. Be competitive with yourself if you're so inclined to be competitive. That's what I do. I love, I think my natural way I am is to be competitive and I put it all on myself. Like I never try to compete with somebody else, even Mm -hmm. people who I don't know. Like, I think it's easy to to be like, oh, I should be like this person on social media. And why am I not like that? Yeah. But just like you're not that person and just compete with yourself and make yourself better. Yeah. Setting realistic goals for yourself. Yeah. Like, that's good. A good way, like a healthy way to get through that competitive urge that you have. Yeah. 
that's true but and it I feels feel so like, much better yeah to really see yourself grow and grow out mm-hmm. of that like when you're comparing yourself yeah. to especially other women I feel like we need to support each other more. And that the Serena Williams example was a great example of how she was still supportive of the winner, but not supportive of the system. Yeah. Of the situation she was put into. She's never going to go around and say this woman shouldn't have won because I should have won just because she thinks that yes, she should have won. Doesn't mean that this woman, you know, can't have her credit. Yeah. So true. We stand Serena. Stan. Well, guys, um, I hope that you learned something in this episode, whether it's about yourself or about friends that you have around you. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, guys. It was a great chat, and we'll see you next Monday. We'll see you next Monday. Follow us on Instagram at Unladylike Podcast. Follow us, like us. Bye. Bye. <laughs>